Welcome to the Edge of the Sticker podcast with Brad and Bobby Frank. Hi, Brad. Hey, Bobby. How are you today? I'm doing okay as we approach the uh, beginning of the end of the year. I know. It does feel like we're sort of sailing into uh, the last few weeks, which is nice. It's got the whole holiday vibe going of the stress that people are going on or feeling, but also sort of an underlying excitement too. But, uh, and there are people that I see who are, you know, out of town who come back from college and get to check in with them. So I get a, I get that. Plus it's also early admission, uh, early decision time. So the anxiety of people who are Mm. going through those waiting periods coming to an end with the crescendo of either the acceptance or rejection or deferral. So there's, there's a lot of tension in the air right now. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot about those times. I don't miss that. (laughs) No, those were not fun. But, you know, you get to that point, there are these points in life where there's, it feels like it's, it's a binary. It's a, it's a yes or a no, a one or a zero. And it, as if everything in, from now forever is going to depend on that. And it's hard to get the context or keep the context and get the perspective that life will go on. You know, the 15th will turn to the 16th. The sun right. will come up and you still yep. got to have breakfast. So, yeah, but it's really hard in the, in the countdown to these things. Yeah, there's so much tied into that and the anticipation and the hope and the expectation. And if it doesn't work out the way that you envision it will, that can make for a a not so merry holiday. Yes, yes. And then, you know, however it is, whether it's a yes or a no or a deferral, there's, you know, and now what? Because yeah. there hasn't been much thinking about now what. There's a, it's a lot of thinking about getting in. There's not a whole lot of thinking about what it means to be there. Right. So, and, and then you start looking at those realities and it becomes another series of, well, what if this? What dorm will I get? What roommate will I get? What classes will I get? What major will I get? And, and those sorts of things. So it's, it's never ending and it, it doesn't stop after college, obviously. It, that pervades our lives going forward. Yeah. You killed my father, prepare to die. It's that that same (laughs) scene of, well, now what do I do? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Uh, Hey, have you seen that movie on Netflix, Stutz? Yes, with uh, Jonah Hill and the psychiatrist that he's worked with. Really good movie. Really brave I would describe it as and revealing and uh, unexpected. It was not even close to what I thought it was going to be when I saw the uh, the little title scrolling on Netflix. Um, I had no idea what to expect. And mm-hmm. the, you know, the, for me personally, the funniest part was I kept looking at Jonah Hill, thinking he looks like somebody. And it finally occurred to me that he looks like Jerry Garcia because he has been, you know, he's playing mm-hmm. that role in the Martin Scorsese, uh, Jerry Garcia movie that's going to be coming out. So during the whole time they were filming Stutz, I think they've also been filming the Jerry movie. So he was, 
you know, he had the look the whole time, Uh, but it finally occurred to me, you know, maybe a half hour, 45 minutes in, it's like, ah, it's Jerry Garcia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He, you know, now that you mentioned it, he did see, I would have never made that connection one because that wouldn't have been on my radar to begin with Two, I didn't know that there was going to be a a grateful dead or Jerry Garcia movie that was being made by, by Martin Scorsese. So, um, but yeah, come to think of it, he he looks a lot like Jerry Garcia. He certainly had the hair and the the overall Jerry kind of look, which uh, I thought yeah, really pretty funny. So that's cool. He was multitasking. Yeah, I guess so. He really well, you know, he was going to therapy, and that was him, like in real life. Yeah. So it does give you a, a different glimpse into what it must be like to live in that world um, where you have to become somebody else and you know in your in your non-work life you're still that person yeah you know if if it has to, if it's something as dramatic as that to sort of transform the way you look so that's kind of cool to think about but the movie itself i thought was really great i uh from the first moment that uh you know, I really realized what it was about and what the movie was going to be. Uh, I thought we have got to get the edge of the sticker into Jonah Hill's hands because um, there's yeah. so many parallels and there's so, you know, the whole mission uh, of that film and the whole mission of why we wrote the book overlap in in a lot of ways. And I definitely... You know, while I've never been in therapy with you, I definitely see from our discussions and, you know, just a lifetime of knowing you, there's a lot of parallels, mm-hmm. I think, in the way that you, uh, your style and the style of, of Dr. Stutz, uh, Jonah Hill's therapist. So, uh, it, you know, <laughs> it felt like, uh, in a lot of respects, it sort of felt like, I was Jonah Hill and you were Dr. Stutz, <laughs> like in our world. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that was a, quite a tremendous compliment to, to be compared to him because, you know, just watching and just the, the way that he conceptualizes of things and the tools that he talks about, um, you know, the, it's just such an elegant way of being able to encapsulate and, and communicate some of the important psychological concepts that, that we work with, um, you know, as part of a part of therapy. And I, I think in, in the edge of the sticker, we've, we've talked about a lot of the same things. We've used different analogies and different words, but the, the general sense of how do we understand what's going on internally? How do we take the stimuli that, or in the environment, how do we marry those together and come up with a way of interacting with, with Mm. our world in a healthy manner? You know, how do we take risks? How do we, um, deal with anxiety, all of that stuff? Um, you know, we, we talk about it in a pretty similar way. Yeah. So I agree with you. I mean, when I, when I watched it, um, I, I, had the sense of admiration for, for Stutz, for Dr. Stutz and how, um, he was able to kind of form these relationships of specific relationship with Jonah Hill, um, and work with him through whatever he was dealing with. 
but I also had a sense of being able to reflect on some of the relationships that I have with with folks that I work with and feel like, you know, these really do feel similar. Yeah. Yep. So that was kind of cool. That is very cool. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I thought that the, so in the movie, he, he refers to these things he calls the tools, um, which are mm-hmm. very simple. They're based around simple illustrations that he draws by hand and, and Stutz has Parkinson's. So his, uh, his handwriting is very shaky, which gives the yeah. drawings that he does, you know, they're just little sketches on note cards. Um, but they have this really, uh, they're very real. They have a, uh, authentic, genuine sort of feel to them. That's made even more, uh, I don't know what's the right word. They're, they're just, they're very approachable more and personal, more personal by yeah. the, the shakiness of, of the lines that he draws. Um, but the idea that, you know, you have these simple, uh, illustrations that you can connect other meaning to, and you can sort of use as the, the trigger for whatever the, the tool is meant to help you with, I thought was really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if, if you're the kind of person that is a visual learner or responds to, to visual cues, uh, and can remember things like that and the associations that go along with it. Um, so I, I thought that was a, that was a pretty cool thing. So do you draw? <laughs> Unfortunately, I do not draw. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did find that myself feeling a little like I may have been failing for any of, for these 30 years I've been doing therapy, the people that I've worked with by not handing them something at the end of a session that they could take <laughs> with them in a tangible kind of a way. That was a, yeah. you know, I, I wish I would have cued in on that many years ago. Um, <laughs> but no, it, I don't. But you know, one of the things that I, that I do do, um, that I think can be helpful is if we're talking about something and it's a concept that is valuable and applicable over, you know, lots of different situations, I will with the, the patient's permission, obviously text them a summary right there of what we just talked about so that, you know, Mm -hmm. they have that with them and in the words that are, uh, consistent with what we've just processed and it's it's available to them to be able to refer back to so yeah. it's um it's it's a step beyond taking notes because it's shared right away but it isn't a drawing so um if i could figure out how to how to put it into a visual thing maybe i'll keep a stack of note cards next to my chair you can do short little movies or you could do animations or you know, <laughs> that's right. I mean, something. Stutz kind of has the whole. <laughs> Got to walk out with yeah, something. Stutz has the whole illustration thing down. Maybe knitting. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, I, I'm reflecting back when we were younger, and we would go to the dentist, and we get to go to the treasure chest to get something out of that, mm. having survived the the cleaning or whatever we were at the dentist for. Um, so we always yeah. had something in hand. Maybe we need a similar sort of thing in hand when. Um, I could give them the book. Maybe that's hey, the thing to do. It but might be the thing to do. I've already done that, so I don't know that I'll be able to continue it. How many times can you give the person the same book? 
Well, you could just say, you know, instead of the summary note, you just say page 93. Oh, there you go. There you go. So the Stutz thing is interesting, too, from the perspective of of what we've been doing. Um, I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. Uh, But at the end, Jonah Hill talks about the reasons why he wanted to produce this film. Mm -hmm. And then he ends the movie uh, by talking about what he actually feels like the movie accomplished and Mm -hmm. how it aligned with his initial goal. And uh, there's the same dedication and the same drive and motivation to put things out there that are going to help people yeah. um, that are going to help people get to a level of happiness in their life mm-hmm. or to overcome their fears or anxieties or whatever the, uh, whatever the things are that are, are driving people to, uh, to have troubles. I guess it struck me. There are two, two things really. One is that all the things that we talk about, um, are just so universal Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if you're, you know, a movie star that's being paid a hundred million dollars to, uh, do a Jerry Garcia movie, or if you're anybody on the street who's struggling with some issue, it's the same thing. And it's, it's really the same exact issues. Money doesn't solve it. No, fame no, doesn't no, no. solve it. Uh-uh. You know, it's uh, it's the only thing that that solves it, if you can even use that word, is sort of thinking about it and addressing it and and taking steps to actually make your life better. Um, whether it's with a therapist or mm-hmm. on your own or reading a book or you know whatever it is, but it really struck me that we've all got this idealized version of, you know, what it must be like to, you know, be rich and famous and to have all the resources in the world. And yet here's a guy who, you know, I, I think he's a great actor. I love every movie that I've seen him in. Um, And you kind of, you get lost in that, that, uh, that perception or that idealized version and overlook the fact that he's really just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a guy who is struggling with the same shit uh, that everybody else is. And yeah, maybe he doesn't have to worry about how he's going to pay the mortgage or whether he can go buy a new car. But everything else is. Everything yeah. is still on the table. So it's pretty remarkable when you when you sort of think about how it's such a level playing field emotionally for everybody at all levels. Yes. And you must see that all the time. I do. And, and one of the hardest things for all of us to do is to not only remember that, but to keep that in, in our minds as we create context around what it is that we're experiencing. Um, It's easy to compare, try to compare ourselves to what we believe another person's life must be. And to, to be willing to cherry pick what we think are those parts, which are, 
uh, most appealing or most secure or, or whatever other positive kind of attributes that there might be. But we don't see the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. We, as you talked about with the Jerry Garcia thing, how you know he comes in looking like Jerry Garcia, but there's still what's going on internally for for Jonah Hill as the person, not as the the actor who's channeling Jerry Garcia. We all put a facade out into the world, and we know we're doing it, and we do it because it's socially appropriate, and we do it because um, it allows us to interact appropriately, and we do it because we're scared of being vulnerable. But as we do it, our facade meets other people's facades but we buy their facades as if they're real even <laughs> right. we know that ours isn't and we figure we're the only ones who's covering up our insecurity our sadness our anxiety um, our worries and we believe that they have it all together whoever they happen to be and yeah. i think what stut shows and what you know the work that that i do and i get to see you know on a, on a daily basis is that we all do it and behind everybody's confident facade of looking like you've, they've got it all together, they've got it all figured out, everything is fine, they're chill and relaxed, is an mm. underlying sense of questioning or maybe inadequacy or maybe insecurity or maybe worry. And we haven't yet normalized the, um, those experiences to the point where we don't need the facades. So when we can remember that, whether it's a, a movie star or an athlete or a respected community figure or a family member or whomever, where it looks like they've got it all together and therefore compared to them, we're kind of struggling. Let's let's acknowledge our own struggles without having to put it in the yeah. context of what we believe yeah. somebody else is doing better than us because that just weighs us down more. We don't need that weight. Um because chances are yeah. they are struggling too in a different way, perhaps, but uh, nobody has it perfect. And even those who portray, you know, in an Instagram curated sort of a way, uh, portray the perfection of their lives, you don't see it all. We're just seeing the facade. Yeah. The other thing that occurred to me is that chances are Jonah Hill was in a session with Stutz and he probably said, you know, people should know about this. Mm -hmm. People should know about what you're, what, how much you've helped me or about, you know, these ideas that you have and we should make a movie. And it was exact. It was probably exactly like, you know, Brad, you ought to do a Facebook live and get the word out and, you know, and just do it. And yeah, they've got, Jonah Hill's got resources and production companies and knows how to make a movie, but it's, you know, it's the same experience. It's the same thing of, well, let's just do it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what, what it comes down to, whether it is using the tools that Stutz describes, reading the book that we've written or just doing whatever it is that you get started. I mean, I, the title of the book really does capture a lot of that, that feeling and that sense of, you know, you just got to start, you gotta, you gotta get going and you, you can't be afraid of failure. Well, you can be afraid of failure, but you just can't let the fear of failure stop you from trying. 
Yeah. You can't let it, you can't have that be the thing that lets you dismiss a good idea, a potentially good idea. Yeah. You know, if we would have done that, we, we wouldn't be talking right now. We wouldn't do the podcast. We wouldn't have written the book. I wouldn't have done the Facebook live because each of those things has created a new sense of, is this really going to work? It, do, do we really have the, the ability to do this? Do we have the knowledge base? Do we have the insight? Do we have the, the means to communicate this stuff effectively? Because at each, each point along the way, we could have easily said, and did say, really? <laughs> yeah, it's really, uh, I don't know, that the movie was very, it was inspiring and it was, uh, it just put a lot of things sort of out there that, uh, that are very real and that we've both experienced yeah. sort of during this whole process, which uh, I thought was really great. Yeah, so, I highly recommend it. Good movie. It. I, would, I would watch it again. Yes. Absolutely. I would yeah. too. And if anyone is listening to this podcast and knows Jonah Hill or knows uh, Dr. Stutz or anybody in that universe, uh, please get in touch with us because we are working to get in touch with Jonah Hill. Yeah. We'd love to have him get a copy of our book and, and read it and kind of see what he thinks. You know. Uh, with no particular goal in mind, but it does seem like uh, there are many parallels and shared mission and uh, a lot could be done to amplify the overall approach and the overall goal of both the movie and of the book um, by having some connection with him. Yeah. So. That's what we're working towards. Yeah, that would be really cool if that could happen. And and yep. I think, you know, as you just said, the point of it is the more people that can learn these sorts of things and have them internalize them and use them in their lives, the more people's lives are going to be a little better. And they're going to yep. learn how to cope with the stress and the insecurity that comes with living so that they can have a happier, more contented, more fulfilled life. Cause that's the point. 